The wrong types of love. Hello, my wonderful and amazing friends. I'm back to you with another wonderful message on this seventh episode on the series of the different types of love. My name is Joseph Helen, your friend, your mentor, your counselor, your family. I love it when we relate to each other as family because that's what the Bible says, that though we are many, we are one body and we are one body in Christ. So you might be coming from a different country. I might not have seen you face to face, but you are my family. The reason being is that the word of God has made a way for us. The blood of Jesus has made a way for us to relate to each other. There is no more middle wall of partition and there's no more enmity between different races and different communities because the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit and that love enables us to accept each other and to embrace each other even if we come from different walks of life and different persuasions be they religious, cultural or otherwise. Alright, I'm ready to talk to you about the wrong types of love. I've been talking to you about how to love, the different types of love. And on this seventh episode, I want to show you that there is love, but the wrong type. And we'll go straight to them. All right. I'm just so happy and so blessed to have you joining us and to have you listening to this episode. Now, I'm going to mention these different types of wrong love in their Greek version because the English version is not that deep and incisive. So I'm going to be mentioning the Greek versions of them. So the first one is called Philotos. Philotos, like Phil, P-H-I-L, and Autos, like automobile. O-M-A-U <laughs> Automobile I was about to start spelling it by starting with O but it's an A A-U-T-O-S Phil Autos Okay <laughs> Oh my goodness Alright Now this is selfish love Okay It is the love that idiots practice Remember I mentioned to you about different groups of people three different groups of people an idiot is a person who is self-centered they only think about themselves they don't think about someone else they think about their needs and their aspirations only they can use you to get something they can use you and dump you an idiot can tell you they love you but they just want to use you after they've got what they wanted to get from you they dump you they can even harm you in the process so idiots are people who only think of themselves no one else and they don't care about how other people feel they don't care about whether other people are fine or not they only think about themselves and idiots are the experts in the practice of this type of love called phil autos self-love i'm not talking about the positive self-love because you cannot you can only love your neighbor as you love yourself there's the right kind of love where you take care of yourself, you encourage yourself, you feed yourself well, you exercise, you ensure that you are in a good emotional health. And if you listen to my podcast, you'll find that I deal a lot with emotions. I deal a lot with how people feel. I deal a lot with health, and it's both spiritual and physical, emotional, mental. I deal with all that based on the word of God. But in this particular case, we're not talking about the positive aspect of self-love. I'm talking about that negative, selfish aspect of self-love that is practiced commonly and widely by idiots. Okay. Now, 
and ego is a person with an unusual bloated sense of self-importance and they're ever championing their own greed they front themselves and overlook everyone else that's an idiot they will even sacrifice their own family for selfish gain that's an idiot if you're ever led by an idiot minister or an idiot leader you'll end up with a narcissist another one who is preoccupied with self-importance they like themselves so much that they don't think anyone else matters everything is about them you've seen such narcissists you know in politics in companies they tend to succeed really quickly but they don't last long you know their economic curve goes sharply upwards and they never even plateaus sharp sharply all the way up and then sharply all the way down and they usually self-destruct because they're also prone to self-sabotage okay so this is self-love is called Phil Autos and you find this in the book of second uh, second Titus 3 and verse 2 yeah it says that for men shall be lovers of their own selves covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents and unthankful and unholy so the word lovers of their own selves is Phil Autos you love yourself but you're not going to love your neighbor because the bible says you ought to love your neighbor yeah this guy is not going to love his neighbor this woman's not going to love her neighbor she only wants to love herself and no one else okay and that's what we call feel autos self love it's the wrong type of love today i'm talking about the wrong type of love okay wonderful did i say uh Titus no it's it's Timothy i made a mistake there it is second Timothy Titus doesn't have first second third or fourth or fifth Titus is just one book yeah i uh, made a mistake there i ought to have said second Timothy 3 verse 2 it says for men shall be lovers of their own selves and that is Phil Autos a person who only loves themselves and excludes everyone else is an idiot and that idiot practices this wrong type of love which we call fail autos so if you see these tendencies in you and they are always characterized by a very strong sense of jealousy and envy not wanting to share what you've got and not wanting to see other people making progress in life if that is your case then you need to pray you need to pray and you need to start studying how to share One of the best ways of dealing with selfishness and dealing with greed and envy and jealousy is when you start giving. When you start giving help, giving advice, giving help just for the sake of giving, not to get anything in return. When you start doing things for humanity, beginning with your own family members, those around you, you'll find this Phil Autos disease getting cured. Because this Phil Autos disease comes upon the person who thinks that the world has conspired against them. and the world now wants to take things from them so they have to defend themselves and they have to work very hard they want to prove themselves they want to prove that they can do it without you remember we belong to a community we must be with other people you must learn to live with other people if you isolate yourself from people you'll die very fast you see there is power in a community and you can only deal with phil autos or this negative aspect of self love when you interact with people when you interact with people when you mix up with people of course in the process they will hurt you of course in the process they some of them will take advantage of you you'll meet 
other people who are also fail autos, people who practice fail autos. You will meet people who are wicked, but that's how you end up becoming mature. That's how you end up becoming strong. You're strengthened when you face with challenges. And if you want to deal with love, then you must be a person who interacts with people so that you learn to forgive, so that you learn to get healing when people hurt you, so that you learn the nature of humanity so that you know how to deal with them. If it wasn't for the fact that I interact with a lot of people, I wouldn't be interested in studying the Bible to find out about all these different types of love. Because I've seen people act in these ways. I've seen myself act in these ways as I was growing up. Of course, um, I think every single one of us as we're growing up as children, we tend to exhibit a lot of selfishness. You're given a sweet and then when your parent asks you for the sweet, you refuse. You say, no, it's mine. Yeah, you quickly forget who gave it to you. But there's this element of selfishness we grow up with and in. But as you interact with people, you learn. And as you study the Word of God, you learn. And as you listen to podcasts like this, you learn. You get to realize, oh, so it means the selfishness with which I've been handling myself and carrying myself around is Phil autos is a negative aspect of love. It is not the right type of love. As a result, I need to start sharing. It's giving to others, giving help, giving advice, even financial assistance, you know, helping to train people, co contributing to the community, you know, being part and parcel of the welfare of your society. That's how you get to deal with Phil autos, okay? The wrong type of love. All right, I hope now you understand. So if you have a friend or a neighbor or a relative who acts like this, then first, having this understanding that there's a certain type of love called Phil Otto's or a negative, negative self-love, then it's going to be easier for you to relate to that person because you know what kind of love they operate in. Okay, They're not just weird. They can be defined. And if you can define what somebody's going through or if you can properly diagnose, correctly diagnose what you think could be a problem with someone, then it means 50% or more of the problem has been solved. If you know what a problem is, you can start looking for a solution. You might share such an episode with them so that they listen. Of course, most people who are self-loving in a negative way, when they listen to anything that defines that negative attribute in them, they first reject it. But never underestimate the power of words and messages like these, because this is a message anointed by the Holy Spirit. It's like a seed. It enters your heart even if you don't like it. And after some time, it grows and bears the fruit of what it was saying. You start finding yourself more loving and more open. Okay, so that's what we call Phil Autos, all right? a negative aspect of love, loving yourself in a way that doesn't benefit the society around you. Now, the next type of wrong love, the type of love you're not supposed to be practicing, and if you are practicing it, then you need to start practicing getting out of it through sharing, you know, through giving, through being there for people, helping people, practice being happy when your neighbor is blessed, practice being happy when somebody is better than you in something, clap for them, applaud them, even if your heart feels strange, but you can clap for them, you can applaud them, you can say congratulations, you can email them telling them, wow, 
Congratulations on your new appointment as CEO of a company. Congratulations on your acquisition of that property. Congratulations on getting married. Congratulations on buying a new car. Or congratulations on regaining your health when somebody was unwell and they get back to their feet. Congratulate them for fighting the fight without giving up and for defeating sickness and disease. And you can tell them congratulations, you know. When you start paying attention to the people around you and not just focusing on your own needs, you defeat Phil Autos or any other negative aspect of love. So the next one is Astorgos. All right. Astorgos. A-S-T-O-R-G-O-S. Astorgos. So this means lacking natural affection. So this is what we commonly call as perversion. People get perverted mostly because they've been abused as they were growing up. So they need somebody to help reprogram their sight insofar as love is concerned and relationships are concerned. And it's sad that most abuse cases are reported as having happened um, or having been perpetrated by a person close to a child or by a person close to a minor. It's a very sad state of affairs. But it's not the end of the road. You can actually get people like those rehabilitated. And the Word of God is the best tool for rehabilitation because it teaches forgiveness. It teaches self-forgiveness. It teaches that you can actually start again and make it in life. It teaches that the blood of Jesus is powerful and can wash you and can wash your past so that you have memories that are blessed. It teaches that when you're in Christ Jesus, you're a new creature. All things have passed away. Everything has become new and the things that have become new are of God. So it's easy for somebody when they are subjected to the truth and the beauty of the word of God to look back and to say, okay, I can deal with this trauma. I can deal with this difficulty. I can deal with this hardship. So I'm not horrible after all because most victims of abuse always blame themselves. They, they think that if I dressed in a better way, I wouldn't have been raped. Or if I wasn't with this person in a lone place, they would not have harmed me in this particular way. They tend to blame themselves a lot. But the word of God removes that self-blame because it says there's therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So if you know that you're not condemned and there's no charge against God's elect, then it's easy uh, or at least more manageable when dealing with matters that have to do with abuse or negative past. So astogos is when a person lacks in natural affection. So they end up becoming rapists or they end up becoming anything that is perverted. You see, they become perverted in the way they see love and in the way they think they should receive it and in the way they think they should dispense it or give it. So astogos is when one lacks in natural affection. And mostly uh, these things are demonically motivated because they give a person taste for pleasure and extreme adrenaline-based stimulation. So the taste for pleasure becomes demonic, the kind of taste that becomes addictive, something you cannot really satiate. It is a type of desire that no more cannot meet. It cannot satisfy. It's the type of desire which has to go to extremes, you know. That's what we call perversion. It's called astogos. How does one deal with this? One must first acknowledge that 
what they are doing is different from what the society desires. You see, the society has its norms. Whether the society believes in God or not, there are certain ways or certain ethics that societies follow. So if you find that yours is slightly contrary, then begin working on yourself. Because all human beings know if you are doing drugs, you know you're doing drugs. You don't have to be told that you're doing drugs. And you know that doing drugs isn't a good thing. If you start the process of looking for help, you can get out. But most people don't want to get help. They defend themselves or they deny that they're the problem. You must be honest enough to say, you know, I think I have some perverted tastes. For that reason, I need to be normal. I need to balance out my tastes in whatever area of life. So this kind of negative love can be dealt with when one owns up and says, okay, yeah, it's true. There are certain perverted aspects of my life and I think I need to reach out and get help. And you will definitely get help. And listening to a podcast like this can shed light into your heart to get you to know that what you've been practicing, what you've been doing is actually contrary to your own safety and the safety of the society that's around you, and most specifically the safety of the miners that need to feel secure when they're around us or when they're within our care or guardianship. That's Astorgos. So if you look at the book of 2 Timothy 3 verse 3, the Bible says that uh, in the last days when the devil is on overdrive, working hard, to mess up with people's lives, that people will be without natural affection. Now, being without natural affection is what we call astorgos. And there'll also be truth breakers, false accusers, without self-control, fierce, despisers of those who are good. Remember I taught you earlier that you need to love those who are good, yeah? Philagathos, loving people who are good. You need to have the ability to discern that this is a good person, this is the one I need to start loving, especially if you want to get into a marriage relationship. Okay, and then we've got the next one, the last one. There are only three types. The last one is philedonos. Philedonos, you know, P-H-I-L-E-D-O-N-O-S, philedonos. So this is defined as love for worldly pleasure. The worldly pleasure, according to scripture, chokes the word of God. So you might be an ardent student and an ardent reader of the word of God, but because of love or pleasure, every time you read the word, the world chokes it. And once it's choked, it cannot grow to bear fruit. So yes, you know the word, but the word of God doesn't work for you because of worldly pleasure. This is what we call philedonos. These are things you renounce. Then you begin to share. When you start sharing, you'll find yourself wanting to do more research so that you have more material to share. And especially, you'll find yourself wanting to study the Word of God a bit more so that you can give people advice based on a standard that has been proved and tested and tried and has been found to work. So that's what we call philedonos. Love of worldly pleasure. Yeah? And most people love worldly pleasure more than they love God. And this is why the word of God is choked and it cannot bear fruit afterwards. So you find a Christian becomes bored of the things of God because they're not bearing fruit. You can never be bored of something that works. If something works well and produces the results that you require, the results you're aiming for, you, you won't get bored with it. You'll find yourself wanting that more and more and more. So if the word of God has not worked for you properly, please check to see. Maybe you love the world. Love of the world. Okay? Philedonos. Okay? Some people call it hedonism. It tends to smack of some elements of sexual perversion as well. 
Okay? Now, if you look at 2 Timothy 3 verse 4, um, that in the end of the days, people, of course, if you start from the beginning, they love them. Uh, they love themselves. They don't love other people. They don't have natural uh, affection in 2 Timothy 3 verse 3 and in 2 Timothy 3 verse 4. They are traitors, reckless, conceited, and lovers of pleasures, philodonos, more than lovers of God. So they love pleasure more than they love God. But in life, for you to be successful, you postpone pleasure so that you can have pleasure later. And the Bible also says that in the presence of God is fullness of joy and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So God is not taking pleasure away from you. He just wants to give you one that is the right type. That's good for you, beneficial for you and for the society. Remember, everything that you are is not just for you. It's also for the society around you. It's also for the people around you. Okay. So this is what is popularly known as hedonism. But in Greek, it's philodonos. Yeah? Hedonism is actually derived from the word philodonos. Yeah? The preoccupation with pleasure and pleasurable pursuits as a matter of principle or ethical belief. That's what hedonism is. When you're preoccupied with pleasurable pursuits as a matter of principle or as a matter of ethical belief. And a lot of the liberal world must watch out against this type of love. Because you may think you're just a liberal, but you're practicing philodonos. All right. So these are the wrong types of love, the types that we're supposed to be aware of and the ones we're supposed to renounce and the ones we're supposed to practice to stay away from. Okay. I'm so glad that you were able to spare time to listen to me. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you. Please subscribe to these uh, podcasts on whatever platform that you watch your that you not watch but listen (laughs) you know i do videos as well so sometimes i talk about watching but here is about listening really so whichever platform that you listen to podcasts on make sure you look for this joseph helen and subscribe and then favorite it and give us you know some beautiful star ratings and then share with your friends as well and if this message has touched you and you want to boost us in terms of a donation because we do these things for free yet they cost money then you can easily do that by um, donating through paypal you just need to go to josephhelen at gmail.com and then you access my paypal account and i'll appreciate you personally i'll reach out to you to say thank you for whatever donation any amount is fine there's no small amount at all Anything that you do from your heart will go a long way to help. Or you can do mobile transfer using mobile phone. And my mobile number that you can use to transfer cash, either through World Remit or any other, Sasai or whatever, you will need to use 254-254-722-735921. Okay? All right, I hope you got that. 7227359. Okay, I think I made a mistake there. I was looking at numbers while I was giving you that as well. So it's 254-735921. Okay, that's the correct one. So thank you so much. My name is Joseph Helen. I love you so very much. Bye-bye.